do 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 da 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 do 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 It's Friday, and you know what that means. It's week seven of the Art of Performers. Technically, it has been eight weeks of podcasting, but last week required vocal rest on my part. For those of us who sing and use our voices regularly and professionally, vocal rest is an important part of recovery from the hoarseness that comes from vocal exhaustion, allergies, cold, and laryngitis. How did I know I needed to go on vocal rest? I was hitting some baritone notes, and let me tell you, as a soprano, I had to fight the urge to sing every male part in the musicals I love, and instead stay silent for a day. Our voices are just like any other instrument. They require maintenance and care. If you leave your violin in your car when it rains, it's going to warp, and your voice is no different. Hydration, proper warm-ups, and rest are key to maintaining a healthy instrument. And that's not just for singers, actors too. You may be thinking, no one is standing on stage every night in 2020. And while that's true, this goes for all performing artists who use their voice stage to screen, especially voice actors. Spending hours in your home studio, more than likely located in your closet, recording lines of narration for audiobooks or commercials, or using character voices to bring an animated story to life, can really wear your cords out, but the pros know how to maintain their health. Today, I'm talking with one of those pros, Maxwell Glick. Professionally, he's a bit of a jack of all trades. He's an actor and voice actor and well-known content creator. On YouTube, you may know him as Mr. Cheesy Pop, a fun and lively food and wine enthusiast and favorite in the Disney community. Fans can rely on him for, among other things, theme park recommendations, updates on the happenings at Starbucks, and reactions to new media, from live-action Disney movies to his favorite artists, like Taylor Swift. We talk about his thoughts on her new album in this episode, along with the changes he has made during COVID to keep bringing his fan base the content they need and love during these uncertain times. He's not just the vibrant entertainer we see in his weekly content, but also a resilient and caring person doing his part to spread joy and awareness in 2020. So let's jump in. As my wonderful new friend Max and I talk YouTube, acting during a pandemic, and of course, folklore. Let's go. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) Mr. Cheesy Pop. You are multifaceted. You're an actor. You're a voice actor. You have YouTube. Um, and as actors, half of our job is auditioning. Auditions and gigs have changed tremendously since the beginning of 2020 in a lot of ways due to COVID-19. Uh, what has your experience been with navigating both newly online and in-person auditions? Yeah, it has been uh, quite different, <laughs> as you said. Um you know, uh, well, when it first happened, when the pandemic first started, it was just, uh, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was completely dead. And uh, so that was a new challenge of navigating, having 
now. Zero opportunity. That was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, but the voiceover world uh, picked up much quicker, and I auditioned from home every day anyway. Uh-huh. So that didn't change as much, um, obviously, because I was auditioning from home. I think at the beginning, there were just less auditions because there was just everyone was so uncertain and no one was spending any money. Right. Um, now it seems the audition's back, uh, and, you know, there's lots of work being done from home. I was already in a position to, you know, take on that because I already had a home studio and been doing it for a long time, so mm-hmm. that was fine. The on-screen stuff has virtually been completely dead for pretty much this whole time. It only started to pick up very recently. Right. Um, as now things have started to go back into production with new um, safety guidelines. Uh, I have had uh, a few Zoom auditions, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's that's a challenge, i got to say. Um, you know, I, I had a couple of Zoom auditions for commercials, uh-huh. uh, and that, I mean, one of them was, was really a challenge because we, we auditioned... Uh, you know, for commercial auditions, sometimes you're auditioning with another actor, and they had that for for this one. And uh, it's tricky over Zoom because Zoom has that thing where if you talk at the same time, you, it cancels out the sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just a new challenge, learning new things. Casting directors have to learn new things. It's real interesting. Now, I did have one in-person audition during this. It was at the time when it was like, everything is better, yeah. we think. But it really wasn't. <laughs> right. Um, and I went to that in-person audition. It was odd, you know, we had, uh, everyone was masked up and then, but I took my mask off for my audition, obviously. And I'm just like, I don't know, is this safe? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I haven't had an in-person audition since then. Uh-huh. Um, but they, they followed guidelines and whatnot. I mean, there was no one else in the waiting area. Yeah. Um, but until like another actor then showed up. It's just weird. I don't know when that's going to come back, but I honestly don't think it needs to, for now at least. I mean, I'm fine doing the auditions online, and I'm obviously set up and ready to go for that, so that's sure. no problem for me. Yeah, it's interesting because in Atlanta, a lot of it is self-tape, so we didn't have like a oh, yeah. huge shift except the fact that, yeah, there was no work. <laughs> We're just now getting to where things are going back into production, and then they keep getting delayed, but from like a theater Mm -hmm. standpoint that's really interesting because now everyone's doing like ecocast and self-tape for on stage stuff which is very very different from commercial or film or tv um and yeah you're right with like the chemistry is so strange when you have another person that you're interacting with oh completely yeah and it's tricky you know reading um a scene with a a person it's 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 different when you're not in the audition room sure it's different to get the energy at the same place but um like i've managed to for the few that i've had i think that we're gonna just see a lot more of this i always feel like you know with with this kind of stuff especially especially with commercials Uh i feel like that can really be done like this because, I mean, they're, these directors are not even in the room for the, at least for the, like, the first round of auditions. Mm-hmm. Um, because the first round of auditions for commercials, you are 
following direction from a session director who's not making any uh, call on you. Uh-huh. He's just giving you instructions and putting you on tape. And that's going to the director and the client and those people. And then they will call you back. So I think there should be more online casting anyway. You know, for me, like, when I go to these commercial auditions and whatnot, and sometimes you're, you're sitting there and it's they're running late and you're, you're just like, oh my gosh, I just drove here in traffic and now I'm waiting an hour. And, mm-hmm. and it, for me, it would save a whole lot of time, too. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope what comes out of this is that everyone kind of learns different ways to adapt that will work for them and give more opportunities to people while also kind of creating some positive change. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I understand if you want to be, have in-person casting, you're going to need that for some specific things. Uh, Totally. There's things where, you know, but I, I I think we could do it this way for a while. Um, And I think since now everyone has had to adapt to it and do this for a while, I think that it's, lot is going to be like this. You're no stranger to online, obviously, as a content creator as well. And you have a huge um, following on, you know, YouTube and Instagram and um, things I know have changed for you during quarantine there. But what are some of the ups and downs you've experienced with those channels in the last six, seven months? It's been a a weird roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the major things on my channel is I go to the Disney parks and uh, obviously that um, shut down and so <laughs> I all of a sudden didn't have the main thing that I make my videos about it was interesting <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know I still don't here uh, Disneyland is still you know not open over here in mm-hmm. California so um, I still don't so I really had to pivot um, and figure out some new ways to, you know, make content. But still with the Disney stuff, I did Disney stuff at home I've been doing, but then I just I had to pivot into other interests of mine that I have always wanted to explore. And, and you know, that the, the food and wine industry is, is something I'm really passionate about. So I started making a whole lot of content about wine. Mm-hmm. Um, Wine Wednesday, I, I do this every week, live stream. I, t- I talk to wine experts on there, and um, that's really been uh, something I've wanted to get more into, and now I have been able to, which is really cool. So I've been making a lot of content um, surrounding that. Um, I do Disney trivia now every Tuesday night live, and that's been um, a really nice success, and I think that with the – Trivia and the wine nights have had this real nice sense of community throughout this whole time. Oh, it's yeah. been six six months of it, which is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, right? So I've had to really change a bunch of things. And the views have been kind of all over the place. I don't get anywhere near the views that, that I used to. yeah. Because I'm not in the parks. Right. And, you know, that, that's what most of my fan base watches. They would sure. like to see me in the parks. And that's, I, I get it. Um, but the live content has allowed me to still have my community be really active and engaged. And it's been a really nice thing. 
I feel like my core uh, <laughs> audience has really strengthened during this time, while others may have left me for various reasons. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so true, though, because you have that engagement, and and because you have an accessible fan base, like you have people who've been with you for years. Um, but it's it's a really cool thing that even though during this time we're all separated from each other we have that opportunity to kind of be present in the same place as you're doing like a wine tasting or the trivia like people get so excited about the trivia and i love seeing it on you know instagram because they're like ooh, um and i'm i love disney too i'm a huge disney aficionado i actually wrote a college curriculum for uh one of the universities down here for people to study (laughs) disney like i love it so i think seeing somebody else (laughs) that has that you know commitment and you really are engaging with people and that's that's special yeah, I, I just, it's been really neat. You know, the, it's seeing um, families come together during this time, you know, when they're not together physically has been so cool because I've got families that play the trivia with each other each week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's cool. They all send me their score sheets and, and um, they'll send pictures of them playing together or I've seen people do like socially distant get togethers playing my trivia. It's, it's really cool. That is really cool. Especially, you know, when people, I feel like people get so bored right now because there's only so much you can do from, (laughs) from home. And when you have that opportunity, yeah, to like connect with people you care about over something that you love, that's great. So you're actually changing the course of entertainment during COVID, which is awesome. Ah. Yeah. Thanks. I, you know, it's been it's been neat, and I <clears throat> I enjoy making these these trivia questions each week. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I I get to learn stuff too. I, I come up with some challenging questions, so it, it, it's um <laughs> it's been a neat little uh, dive into Disney history for me too. Uh, so I've 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 been enjoying it, and uh, I know people have really enjoyed it as well. And I, I think I'll keep it going. You know, uh, it, it's. It's after this time, whenever that is. <laughs> <laughs> you should. No, you definitely should. <clears throat> yeah. I love that. Um, and, God, I know you must miss Disney. We do. And do you have an idea what you personally think Disneyland has in mind for a safe return to the parks being open? Well, I think if it, it was up to them, they would have opened already. But oh, California true. said no. Right. And, uh, that's that's fine by me. So I have no doubt that Disney will do everything they can to keep things safe. Sure. It's, uh, and, and yeah. And I think Disneyland presents different challenges than Disney World does because uh, Disneyland is much smaller. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to, you know, the attendance, I think, will be a, a different thing. But I have no doubt they've got it figured out. This is Disney. They will have every detail <laughs> figured out <laughs> of course of course to make it safe i don't know when but i think i i felt like it will be this fall though uh, soon our numbers are going down and hopefully they keep going down and yeah there's just a different sense of magic being the original park and um being you know walt's first vision and it's just it's beautiful but i do have to say with it being so much smaller i'm really glad that they they have pushed back you know, reopening and they've delayed it. It's yeah, just... me too. I, I just, it, it wasn't time when they had originally planned on it. Yeah. And obviously, we, we, 
we had a real bad rise of cases here in in, uh, in California. So, I mean, I hope it's soon. I miss it. Um, but I, I want it to feel safe. So definitely, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. want to return, but you want it to be at the right time in the best way when it's safe, when it's, you know, yeah, ready. It's, like, it's weird because it's not like I'm going to want to go all the time yeah. like I used to either because it's not uh, going to feel like the same thing. It's going to be different. Sure. Um, and, the, and, you know, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, we'll just take it, <laughs> it is. day by day. And I think it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, when it's finally time, it's just going to be all that much better. And <laughs> if we've learned anything this year, I think as a nation, it's patience. <laughs> <laughs> you have used your social media platforms to speak out against a lot of serious issues and and especially the dangers of coronavirus which i completely appreciate and what has it been like to use your voice to kind of bring light to some of these issues well yeah that's been <laughs> eye-opening to say the least <laughs> um you know, I'd stayed out of things uh, on my platform, and um, but uh, you know, when this year just sort of changed everything. It's it's like I have a platform. I'm gonna use it for good and things I believe in. Uh, I am a person. I'm not just this <laughs> this this happy. I mean, I am happy most of the time. <laughs> I'm not just this guy that's super happy, goes to Disneyland all the time. Um, I I have things I believe in, and uh, you know, when I see things going on that are just yeah, this year just just took it to a whole, uh, just took it to the next level of things I couldn't believe I was seeing. So yeah. uh, it was time to speak out on certain issues, um, and. Um, I'm happy I did, and I will continue to, and, uh, but I, I did see, you know, people who did not agree with things, um, that I talked about, and, and they, uh, let me know that. <laughs> and, sure. Uh, you know, um, but that's, um, uh, that's fine. I don't need them around, honestly. Yeah, I've lost followers this year, overall, and, uh. That's fine. <laughs> that is that is fine. Um, I hope they uh, heard what I was saying before they left and thought about it. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I just don't need that. That's so true. Um, I am inclined to agree with you 100%. I think when you feel passionately, when you feel our sense of responsibility about such serious issues, it's, you have to. I mean, it sure, it's going to come at a price, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do and you're spreading awareness and you are making a difference. And yeah, the people who don't want to hear it don't. And there's nothing you could do about it, but you're right. You're <laughs> you know better for it. Um, but then you do yeah. get to know that the people who are still with you, you know, are really with you. Yeah, and I mean, that, that uh, it, it's true. I, I did get, you know, many messages thanking me also for, you know, being so vocal with uh, with with issues. Um, and I really appreciate that as well. A lot of times you tend to um, focus on the, the, the negative things that are coming your way. Uh, but um, there's been lots of support 
which is which is just great um so hopefully we're all making some real change happen this year yeah please let's hope i know i definitely definitely agree did you watch miss americana when it came out i bet you did i'm sure you did oh yeah of course (laughs) just watching you know taylor talk about her her journey and kind of going from being like this neutral presence to using her platform which is massive um is really inspiring i think because she did like she just took it upon herself to speak how she really felt i i can't even imagine because um you know watching her when she's like ready to post her first thing on instagram about you know she's so nervous yes yeah (laughs) right before that post and i'm thinking of someone on her level i I know i was nervous when i was gonna post something for the first time that was political or something i i I can't imagine what someone on oh my god i know she's got a a massive massive amount of people who look to her and just that takes so much but then seeing how much responsibility and how much onus she took over it it was just like yeah you she had mm-hmm. to. You can really relate to that. I love that. Yeah, I really did. Ah, she's she's just the best. She really is. <laughs> so is folklore still on repeat for you? Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was like the perfect album to come out during all of this too. I, don't, I mean, it's just yes, it, it really is uh, classic Taylor. I love it. She's uh pretty amazing she did this (laughs) yeah it's so good and my favorite album prior to this one because I think this is I think it's my favorite but I love red and to me it's like Mm -hmm. a spiritual sequel to red like with like um exile reminds me of the last time with Gary Lightbody and the Mm -hmm. last great American dynasty is like the lucky one like it just they remind me of each other um yeah but it's just so good, and you can listen to it out of order, and you get, like, different relationships with the songs. Yep. And do you have a favorite? Do you have a top three? Oh, man. It, it, it's so funny because, you know, a top three is, is actually really hard on this because, you know, I almost feel like your favorite kind of changes day by day. Yes. Um, depending on, you know, what am I in the mood for? Um, but, uh, you know, okay, so, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I will say... I mean, well, currently, I guess. So I would say um, Invisible String, mm. Betty, and oh, how about August? Yeah, oh, also really we'll good. go there. We'll go there right now. <laughs> but it, but it, if you ask me in a week, it might change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they have, I don't know, it's just like it changes with the seasons somehow. I don't know. There's more like a fall feel to some of the songs. I feel like we're yeah. coming into autumn together. It's just magic. It's magic. Did, do you have a top three? I'm so interested. So I thought about it this morning. I was sitting down and I was like, do I have a top three? And I feel like you that it changes for me. But I listened to the whole album again yesterday, um, knowing that we were going to talk about it today. And I think my favorites right now, and it's hard, are Exile, because I just love their voices together. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Seven, because it's just pure and I don't know, I love it. Yep. And um, my yep. tears ricochet is up there right now. It just like it resonates with me. One. Yep, I was gonna say seven. I was about to put seven in there too. It's so good. Uh, but it, you're right though. It totally changes. Yeah, sometimes I'm like Last Great American Dynasty. 
Like, I just want to be taken, I just want a, a story told to me. Yeah, exactly. Let me, let me tell you, so, the only thing that I've done during, you know, the last six months, I took a one-week trip to Big Bear, which is um, just a couple hours outside of L.A., mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it, it's like a, in the winter, it's a ski oh, yeah. um, place, but... um. In the summer, it's it's uh, it's just a, a nice getaway to be in the mountains and, you know, uh, and it was kind of the perfect, like, COVID getaway because, you know, we just got a, a cabin in the forest and we're just, like, isolated mm-hmm. and listening to folklore in <gasps> that setting was... <laughs> it's, like, where it's meant to be heard. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I was driving up to Big Bear, and it's in the mountains and uh, in the trees, and it started raining, too. I was like, okay. (laughs) Am I in a movie set? Did someone stage this? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, that was pretty neat. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, I want to let everybody who's listening, if they don't already follow you, know where to follow you. So where can everybody find all of your amazing content? Ah, Thanks. Um, Yeah, you can find me uh, on YouTube at Mr. Cheesy Pop and Instagram at Mr. Cheesy Pop. It's uh, cheesy with a Z. And... uh, and on Twitter at Maxwell Glick. So uh, that's where you find me. And I make videos every week and live videos uh, twice a week these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's where you find me. Perfect. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll be putting up some bonus content from this episode, and you can find that on my Anchor page. And if you haven't already, go check out Mr. Cheesy Pop on YouTube and be sure to like, subscribe, and check out his Patreon page. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next Friday.